welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. All right, so we're back at it with Monday Motivations. Um, I thought about this. Uh, when did we go on lockdown again? Uh, it was like November 11th or the. Was like, it last Monday? Yeah. Last yep. Monday. Uh, yep. Yep. So that was as soon as I, I, think, it, I think it was on. The, so last Monday, it was the Thursday before that, that I was watching Inslee's talk. Yep. Our, our governor for yep. those listening, because he was basically, that was the announcement. And I was like, oh shit, is he going to close down? Because tomorrow I have a tattoo appointment yeah. in Seattle. And then basically that's going to get canceled. And he said, we're going to make an announcement as to what we're going to do on Monday or something like that, which tattoos shops didn't close, which is funny. You think mm. they would, that's not really an essential. No, but I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to get this. <laughs> you don't know what essentials are. No, I do. No. I just don't know what, what business have shut down restaurants. No, they haven't. I mean for in dining. Yeah. Basically that's basically all that st- and like closed down was gyms and restaurants and then stores had to go to 25% capacity. Okay. But I haven't seen any restrictions to stores because you know how big the capacity is for a grocery store? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's massive. Yeah. They're never at yeah. above 25%. You know what I mean? Yeah. At one time. So, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, like... Not much has changed. It's basically pointless. It's basically like, hey, people, don't celebrate your holidays. Yeah. And don't go to the gym and get healthy, which yeah. will help you fight this disease. And, uh, and make sure you don't go connect with people, which I will say that's probably the smartest one. Yeah. Going to a bar, you're, like, talking and laughing and hugging each other and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, sharing drinks. Yeah, that's probably not the best idea. Yeah. So I understand that. But um, the rock outside has been packed by my house. Oh, And it's yeah. cold right now here. Yeah. People are, like, bundled up. But it's, like, it's like one row of tables. Yeah. So you know people are just, like, waiting to go anywhere. Yeah. But point being is is I was waiting for him to make his speech. And I knew he, he said we're going to make an announcement in a couple of days. But he basically said we're going to close shit down again. Yeah. We're going to go back in lockdown for a month. And... Right when I heard that, I was like, man, we got to start doing Monday Motivation again. Yeah. Because if Washington's doing it, it's because Oregon already did it and California already did it, which means that there's going to be other states that start to do it. I yeah. think New York might have been. Colorado. Colorado did it. Yeah. So one by one, it's going to happen. You know, I there's, think. There's certain states that probably won't. Like, uh, I was going to say Texas, but Texas shut down too before us because um, they got real bad again. Yeah. Uh, my brother lives down there. But uh, – like I, I, in my mind was like, okay, last time we went into like the first lockdown when it was like brand new, my first reaction was fuck panic. What's going to happen? Uh, all the things I can't do were mm-hmm. stressing me out. And I had to like really like spend a couple days just trying to change my mindset to think, what can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I going to be able to do more of? What am I going to be able to get better at during this period of time? And that's exactly how I felt with this one. Yeah. It was like, but it was quicker because I was like, all right, we've seen this before. Let's move on to improvement. Totally. Because 
in a way, it's like, man, we're almost done. Things are starting to get kind of normal again. Quarantine number two. You know what I mean? But the other part of me is like, okay, well, I need to snap into this faster. We started posting in the Facebook group immediately. We started like ramping people up. I did, uh, I've done two Q&As a week on my Instagram on purpose. I was like, I want to start up the Monday motivation. I started posting on Facebook again. When was the last time you saw me just write a post on Facebook? Yeah. Long time. Long time. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I'm going to write it on there. And, and so like, to me, it was like, all right, people used to love Monday motivation. This is the perfect time to do it. Let's get back into it. And it'll be, so what you guys are going to hear is, is a quick Monday motivation. Um, I know the intro is already four minutes in, so quick is relative to my definition, but, um, the goal is to just kind of give you some, some weekly fire every Monday, just to fire up and get you ready for the week. And we're going to get back to it and love it. And, I'm not making any promises on how long, but for the time being, we're going to do four episodes a week yep. again, which we've done in the past. Um, so get ready. And and we're going to say this again because we already recorded an episode saying this, but if you like this stuff, give us feedback on it and let us know and, and ask me questions about mindset. Ask me questions about motivation. Ask me questions about my why or my purpose or how I set goals or whatever you guys are interested in so I can just go on these tangents that end up really providing good lessons. Yeah, you know? and value. So today... We have a specific one. Yeah. My back. Give him context. So on, so today is Wednesday. That is where we're recording this. Just say a couple days ago. A couple days ago, Monday. Um, it was leg day, max effort. And I, it was a new, it was a new program, new block, ready to get into it. And the thing that makes me the most mad is, is I haven't warmed up that strategically in a long time, but I was like, you know what? We're starting a new block. I'm really going to focus on performance for a while now. Like, and I, I'm going to warm up good. Like I did my ankle mobility, hip mobility, thoracic mobility. I foam rolled. I, I got on the treadmill and walked to get my heart rate up. Did some jumps. Like I was like yeah. fucking ready. Yeah. Goblet squats. And then it was work up to a one rep max. So I'm following a conjugate style method, which basically means every single week I work up to a one rep max. Mm-hmm. It's always relative to that day. So the goal isn't to go to complete max. It's like a sub max effort. And, uh, so I had a a goal in mind, my max this year after surgery, surgery was last year. I recovered like mid year 2019. So this year I hit 365 and I was pumped about that. Um, really good for me with the knee issues I've had. So I was like, I want to hit 315. Like that'll be a hard lift, but it'll be something, you know, appreciable. And I got to 335, but I think it was on set. Like, so we did like nine sets working up to it. CJ looked at like set four and said, I was shifting to the right. I don't remember, know if you remember hearing that, but he was mm-hmm. basically like, you're sitting into your right side. I've never seen you do that. And I was like, fuck, really? I used to do that all the time when I had, like my knee was really bad. It's like compensating. I was like, I got to pay attention to that. Um, and of course, get under the bar. <sighs> you're thinking there's 300 pounds on this bar. Like, you know, you don't think about like, let me pay attention to where my hips are gliding. Yep. And so I just squat. And I shifted again and we filmed it and I could see it so much. And when I watched the video, I'm like, God damn it. I know better than that. Yeah. And then I watched and then, so I, I felt it, the lift felt good. But as I walked away from the bar, I was like, kind of like, Oh, I kind of like felt weird. I kind of feel tight, but I'm good. So I doing RDLs worked up to a good weight on RDLs. I think we're at like two forty five with the band resistance and I started feeling it more. And then I just kept grinding away. I see it in the RDL too. I shifted way to the right, even more so. Mm. And I'm basically favoring that right side. And then I went to lateral lunges and single leg hip. Like I just kept going through and I literally was just grunting through. My adrenaline was allowing me to push through. I felt the pain, but I was ignoring it because my ego essentially wasn't letting me. And uh, 
as I left, kind of felt tight in my truck. As my adrenaline wore down, like, it was getting worse. And, dude, like, getting out of my truck was so hard. Like, it hurt so bad. And at that point, like, I literally came in the house and just got on the floor. Just laid there and didn't move (laughs) because my back hurt so bad. Next day, I went to the chiropractor, got a massage. I got tape all over my back right now, still from yesterday. Yep. Got another appointment on Monday. So I'm like doing all this stuff and I'm, and I'm out. I'm probably not going to live for the rest of the week now yep. because of this. Yep. And there's a few things that kind of came to mind about this, which is going to be the Monday motivation. And I've done this before. And that's and the, that's the first lesson, right? Like, you know, they say success leaves clues. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that? Like, I think failure leaves clues as well. Absolutely. Right. Or lessons. Or lessons. Yep. And I think that... People talk about the definition of insanity as being repeatedly doing the same thing and expecting a different result. What I did was insanity, right? Because I literally, I just hurt my back a month ago. Do you remember that? Yeah. Hurt my back, went to the Cairo, he fixed it, felt better in a couple days, did a light lift. Next week, got back into it. Didn't change a thing. Didn't change my warm up, didn't change my routine, didn't look at my sleep, didn't look at my stress, didn't look at anything. What happened? Hurt it again. Why? Because I'm shifting again. I need to correct the shift. Dude, when I went to the Cairo, my right leg was literally like an inch or two below my left leg. Like it was just fucking so shifted on my hip. And Weird. But my, my le- the lesson behind this is if I look back at every time I've ever hurt my knee, I'm smart enough to know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. I'm smart enough to know what the root cause was, yet I didn't do anything methodical or purposeful to change that or correct it. Fix the root. I didn't fix the root cause, yeah. right? I'll go see somebody. Hey, pop me, crack me, feel better the next day, which is thankful for for the people, the Cairo that we go to. Drew, mm-hmm. he'll do more than that, and he's like, I'm gonna adjust you, but I'm gonna show you some other stuff. I'm gonna work deep tissue work. I'm gonna show you some stretches. You got to come back and do this. You know, it's more of like a physical therapy, physio type thing. But, but point being is is I could have easily stretched my glutes and my hip flexors more. I could have worked on uh, like the McGill Big Three for anybody who has low back issues that's a go-to to work on core stiffness, trunk stiffness for your core. Yeah. That's going to help with the squat. Um, I could have worked on ankle mobility more, hip mobility more, thoracic extension better. Like there's so many things that if somebody's like, hey, I have low back issues, especially when I squat, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, let's do this, 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 right? It's going to fix it. Why wasn't I doing that? You know, so like the lesson behind this is simple. Look at your failures and seek out the lessons within them. Mm-hmm. Look at your successes and your wins. Look at the, the, the clues that it left you. Because yeah. there's a reason. Very rarely will you be successful off luck, yeah. right, in anything. So identify the steps and actions you took in order to be successful. When you have failures, journal about them and reflect on them and look at what did you do to fail? What caused that failure? The root cause. The root cause. Yep. For me, it's, it's uh, honestly a lot of it deeper than mobility and s- tissue work, which I have control over. It's ego and ignorance, right? Like I'm not in a position anymore. Like when I was 20, I had zero responsibility and I lifted six days a week, hard as fuck. And yeah. I could get body with anything, right? Yeah. I didn't even have to warm up. Yeah. I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not old, but I'm not 20 anymore. I don't sleep. Seven eight hours a night every night. I have a two year old running around. I got to take care of my family. Um, I'm being the CEO and my personal assistant right now. So stress is higher. And Monday, 
was like so hectic because I had so much backup work to do while Tori's gone, plus my job, that by the time I got to the session, I was stressed and I could feel myself tight. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I need to train. Realistically, it should have been like, I need to go do some breathing drills, meditate, go on a walk. Then if I feel better, I should train. Yeah. Right? The stressor you are, the more stressed you are, the more tight you get and the more your shoulders and your hip flexors start to flex and contract. And that's not what you want when you're squatting heavy, you know? So, but my ego, because... I don't have time. I don't have patience. Patience for sure, because I'm an impatient person. But more than that, like, you're filming me. So, I'm like, I have to do something sick and impressive, right? The camera's on. CJ's lifting with me. I want to outlift him. Mm -hmm. And Jason... Brown is making my program. He's going to see whatever I do in true coach. So I want to make sure I lift heavy enough for him to see that I like crushed yeah. a PR. Yeah. But it's all, it's all ego and, and it's, it's a pissing contest, right? It's, it's basically, I'm doing something to try to impress others. I'm doing something to leave an impression, right? Which goes way deeper than mobility and squatting and stuff like that. But the reason I'm sharing this is because I've done a lot of work on myself to remove the ego, right? And like um, ego is the enemy. I read that book three times, took so many notes and started doing so many different practices based on what I learned in that book to try to strip away my ego because the ego gets in the way of seeing fulfillment and results, right? Sure. And in life. But it gets the best of us yeah. at all times. You know, so lesson number one is, is success leaves clues and so does failure. So, so seek out those failures and really identify those things and look into them. Number two is ego is the enemy. Essentially, you have to let go of your ego and allow yourself to be vulnerable and be open and, and create change and not compare to other people or worry about what other people think. You know, like I even to an extent think I'm like, so my squat number is pretty low compared to my experience in the gym and my bench and my deadlift. Mm. And I know people that are just as strong as me in the other areas that have been lifting longer than me that squat like 450 465 and i'm like 365 is absolute max so that's like a insecurity to me like i feel weak but like my knee i've had three injuries surgeries you know what i mean like i, I i'm behind yeah so playing the comparison game is useless it's not it's not apples to apples right yeah. it's apples and oranges or whatever that saying is, is that the, is that the same thing as imposter syndrome very similar similar comparing yeah i think imposter syndrome comes from comparison yeah yeah so imposter syndrome is not accepting yourself imposter syndrome is like why me okay imposter syndrome is is me speaking on this podcast about success but in in my mind i'm like who gives you the right to talk about success you're not successful yeah like you know what i mean like that that would be imposter syndrome okay You know what I absolutely hate? Prepping my own meals. I hate sitting there and cooking meal after meal, putting them in containers, saving them myself, doing all the work, and they never turn out good because I suck at cooking. But that's why I started using eat to evolve In fact, you can head over to Eat2Evolve.us and enter the promo code BOOM20 to save 20% on your first order. They give you free shipping if you order over $100, which is pretty damn easy to do if you're setting up most of your meals. And it's never frozen, so it's actually fresh. This is not some microwavable mush you're going to get from any other company. This is a gourmet meal, and if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen some of those meals on my story. My favorite being the maple shredded pork with sweet potato hash. But the reason I wanted to bring this to your attention is because this is our newest podcast 
podcast sponsor and I couldn't be more excited because it's actually good meals done for me. They have the macros on the container and they're going to work for our clients as well. So if you are in need of a meal prep service, you're tired of prepping your own meals or you just suck at cooking and you're too lazy to do it yourself or learn, this is the perfect place to go. Again, eat2evolve.us. There's a link in the description of this podcast and you can enter the promo code BOOM20 to save 20% on your first order. Without any further ado, let's get back into the podcast. Uh, I Once upon a time... I don't feel this way as much anymore, but for a long time, I did feel that way. Like, I didn't want to talk about business. I didn't want to talk about success. I didn't want to talk about any of that stuff because I didn't feel adequate enough like to you'd, talk about that. Like you had been doing it long enough. Right? I, didn't, I wasn't doing it long enough. I didn't earn it yet. And at, at a certain point, somebody, like a mentor, was literally like, at what point will you have done feel, enough? Feel that way. Yeah. When will you feel that way about yourself? And the answer was never, right? Why? Because Because it wasn't about how much time I put in the game. Because we stripped that away. And I had, have you ever heard the 10,000 hour rule? Mm-hmm. I have oh, I had yeah, yeah, yeah. well over 10,000 hours. So technically I was a master of my craft. Yeah. Right. If that rule is accurate. But it wasn't about that. It was, it was this imposter syndrome. It was me comparing to other people. And that's where I think the comparison thing leads to more imposter syndrome. Because I'm not accepting myself because I'm looking at what other people are doing. And I'm putting them on a pedestal. Totally. And I'm saying these people are better than me. I'm not. I'm not where I need to be because I'm not like them. I'm not successful because I don't have what they have, right? And, and success is defined differently in everybody's eyes, you know? And there's a lot of people who are, quote, unquote, successful but unhappy as fuck. Yeah. So it's like. So it's not completely just comparing yourself. No. I just think comparison fuels imposter syndrome. For sure. Because that's what leads to inac- inadequacy. Yeah. Um, and to an extent, that's, I mean, again, that's what I did with the squat. Yeah. You know, so. um I think I think like what I really wanted to share with today's podcast for everybody is like I said, number one, if you're not reflecting, you're 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 staying still. You're not growing. You're not moving forward because stagnant. You're stagnant. Mm-hmm. If you can't sit down and reflect and journal about it, most like journal or meditate, because that's usually the 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 two points of reflection for most people. If you can't do that. You can't look at the situations you've been through and identify what went right, what went wrong, how you could have done better, what could have been improved, how you even hurt yourself in the first place, right? Like if, if I just ignored this, I would be better by Monday. You mm-hmm. know, I'd take rest, I'd keep icing, all that stuff. I'd feel fine to get back to lifting. And then it's a matter of weeks before I hurt it again, right? So if that, if you don't reflect, you will not be aware of what is causing you pain in your life. And that can be in the gym, it can be in your business, can be in your relationship. And if you're not aware of what your pain is, you have no way of changing. And if you change, you can seek pleasure. And this is where like the whole pain and pleasure spectrum comes yeah. into play, right? Like for me in this situation, it's pretty simple. The, 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 pleasure, of, uh, the pleasure for me was uh, jumping right in my workout, saving time so I can get home early so I don't have to skip on work. Um, cause I don't enjoy mobility or any of that stuff. Then I don't have to wake up early to do it in the morning. I don't have to pay the Cairo. Like those are all pleasures, right? Those, totally. those are comfort zones, but the pain is what I'm going through right now. So you have to ask yourself, is the pain of paying the Cairo taking a little more time for myself and doing the mobility, which I don't enjoy. Is that pain worth the pleasure of being able to squat heavy without back pain? Absolutely. Yeah. But not until you associate the pain and pleasures of your situation. I tell people this all the time when they want to lose weight is the pain of you meal prepping and going to the gym and maybe getting a little uncomfortable, maybe being vulnerable about your insecurities to a coach, like the things you don't want to do, those, those are pains. Is that worth 
the pleasure you're experiencing right now, right? And vice versa. Or I'm sorry, is that worth the pleasure of what you will see? What you will see. And then the pleasure of not doing those things because you're being lazy and you're eating whatever you want and you don't have to go to the gym. You can spend your time watching Netflix. Is that worth the pain of what you see in the mirror that you don't like? Probably not. Touche. You know? Um, and that's a really good way for people to look at it and kind of have like a light bulb moment of like, fuck. It's right. You yeah. know, like I think everybody should do that. But um, look at look at everything in your life. Find that awareness so you can change. If you can change, you can, you can finally see happiness, success, results, fulfillment, anything like that. Mm. Um, that was that was the biggest one. I feel like I had a second lesson that I already said, and, and now I lost it. <laughs> I said two. I said Dude. the oh the ego 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 ignorance ego ego and ignorance. I think that um, the last one kind of leads into ignorance because I think that if if you're becoming aware, you're eliminating ignorance because ignorance is being unaware. Yeah. Right? It's being just like you don't know what's going on. You're being ignorant. You're not paying attention. Um, and letting go of your ego is is one of the most like it, it, if you need help with that read ego is the enemy and the monk who sold his ferrari and start putting restrictions on your social media because i think that social media leads to a lot of comparison which leads to ego issues which can lead to imposter syndrome and trying to posture up to people and stuff like that um and you're chasing things that aren't really meaningful to you in the first yeah. place so drop the ego is, is the second piece of that and and obviously don't be ignorant be more aware so you can reflect and you can grow and continue moving forward um there was one more oh uh be conscious and aware or sorry conscious and present of your setting i i wrote this down that's why i was like trying to think of what i said i knew what i was doing wrong cj saw it and told me yeah but I wasn't present enough during my squat to change or do anything about it. In the moment. In the moment. Yeah. I, I wasn't in the moment. I was thinking about what will it be like on film. On film. If I get three hundred and thirty five pounds on, looking on clean, coach. You know, on, on, exactly. Yeah. Um so like being, you said like you said, it transitions into ego. Yeah. Yeah. And being conscious and aware and present with from a training perspective, with your movement. Because if you're not present in every rep, you're not giving your full effort and you're not doing it with the quality it deserves. That's what's going to lead to injury. Totally. But in life, like I often talk about, uh, I've, I've talked about this with many clients, like when we talk about the spectrum. I think we've talked about this on this on our podcast too. The spectrum of like depression, fulfillment, and anxiety, right? Like depression is, is being stuck in the past, regret, thinking about what you did wrong, feeling bad for yourself, feeling guilty for what you've done, not accepting yourself. Anxiety is constantly living in the future, being worried about what you can't control, being worried about the unknown, wondering what could happen if blank, right? And then fulfillment is in the, is in the present. Fulfillment is in the now. Fulfillment is not worrying about the past or the future, but just focusing on where you're at right now, right? The conversation you're having right now, the relationship you're having right now, the dinner you're having, the, the moment with your kid you're having, the, uh, the training session you're having, the rep you're doing, like anything. anything and this is... Full transparency, the hardest thing ever for me. Like, this is probably, like, the biggest thing I've been trying to focus on this year, personally speaking, is being present. Yeah. It's so difficult. Um, but when I am, it's unbelievably powerful. And, and most of you guys, you're going to have to put restrictions on yourself to be present. Same thing with the comparison. Put restrictions on your co social media for, compa uh, for comparison purposes to eliminate that. But for presence purposes, 
put restrictions on what you do and what you're around because otherwise you'll be distracted and you won't be able to be present. Sure. Um, I put a restriction on my social media from uh, when I get home, 5.30. So I always get home between 5 and 5.30. 5.30 till 9 because I know Blakely's asleep by then. And from that period of time, there's I can't access any of my social media apps, which sometimes annoys you. Mm-hmm. But then you see the thing that says, nope, timer's still on. You're like, fuck, I don't need to be on this. Yeah. Just be spending time with my daughter, you know? Um, and that's been super helpful. Yeah. Um, same thing with email. I turned off all email notifications. So in the morning, I don't see email notifications. Because in the morning, I don't want to react to things. I want to be able to wake up and dictate my day. Even even though I'm just completely curious. Even though you don't have email notifications. What, you, what do you mean like the red dot? The red dot. Yeah. Um, it's not connected to my iPhone. So like, you know you have the mail thing on yeah. your iPhone. It doesn't. It doesn't do my business but, email or anything. But don't you ever like, even though you know, even though you know you have it set off. Curious. W- you know it's in there. Yeah. But when you do like on Mondays, I have over a hundred emails yeah. waiting in my can't, inbox. I can't. I can't relate. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. and most of those, like I have to respond to a lot of those. Yeah. You know, some of them I don't have to. Um, but that used to give me anxiety, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm coming in on Monday. I'm like, fuck. I would literally, <laughs> I would like, oh, I got to create some content. Yeah. Oh, now I got to do this. Oh, I should probably practice guitar. Like, I'm doing all these things because I know I got to check my email soon and I don't want to because I know there's going to be a big number there. So now what I do, I actually check it on the weekends at a certain period of time during the day and, like, respond to easy ones on my phone or, like, yeah. read the ones that I don't need to open. Yeah. That way, when I come in on Monday, it's not 130. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't get the notification on my phone. I don't, like, Gmail doesn't have the notification thing on, so I see the Gmail icon, but I can't, like, there's no, it doesn't tell me how many emails I have or anything. Yeah. And so, for me, that allows me to wake up and do my thing for an hour just working on myself. And this yeah. is this is the main reason why I don't, like, do a lot of texting with clients is, is strictly because that, because then I can focus on when I'm on the clock, I can be present with you and focus on you and give you my all. Yep. And I can be more detailed through computer, through video, through audio than I can via text. And text is reserved for my team and my family, you know? So, and, and all of you guys know, I don't, I don't respond before 10 kind of thing, you know? So that way, like, unless it's an emergency, I'm probably going to leave it be, you know, like if there's client stuff going on with the team or anything like that, unless it's like really serious, I'm just going to leave it be because I need time for myself. I always say like, put yourself into power before the day starts. And for me, that's like this morning I I added the mobility in, but wake up, drink coffee, drink my greens, do stretching and mobility, read something that's going to get my mind working from personal development, business perspective, journal. And then I usually do some creative writing. So in Google docs, like writing new content or a newsletter or anything, but no notifications. Then I eat and listen to an audiobook, and then I drive in. So I still haven't even checked any emails at all until I get here. Usually when I get here, I go to play guitar, then I create more content. So I'm, I'm tr- I delay that. So I have a good amount of time in the morning, just in full control. Yeah. And the more you can control your day and your environment and your, your routine, and everything, I think the happier you will be and the more focused you'll be, the more clarity you'll have. Just always a good thing. I mean, being tied in notifications is it's dangerous, man. Totally. And I've I've been guilty of it so many times. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. But you have a lot more responsibility than the average person though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's true. Everything you're saying I think is a great, great aspect to implement into your life what no matter who you are. Yeah. But on different levels. It becomes more serious. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I think But all of it is great. 
for anybody. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really important for coaches because coaches' jobs are basically to give their energy to everybody around. Absolutely, them. you know what I mean. So for them, you you need to do this. You need yeah. to protect your space because otherwise you'll burn out. You yep. can't. You can't give. I, I tell this to clients all the time that are the type of people who are just giving and giving and giving, yeah. but yet they're not getting any results for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you need to stop giving to others and start giving to yourself because until you give to yourself, you will not be the person you need to be in order to give at your full potential to everybody you love. Like I know you want to give, and that's the purpose behind this, and that's great. You but gotta, you got to keep that fuel going. Yeah, you got to invest in yourself first, right? And then you can be that person. Um, Totally. And I think, yeah, like you said, like I think being coaches is important. And then when you add like team involvement, like running a business into the mix, you add a family, like obviously it just it gets more and more, yeah. you know. Um, but, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, unless you got anything to add to that, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's what I got um, a little bit longer than I expected, as, yeah. you, as you probably guessed. Good thing we didn't bet Short, money on it. Shorter than that, what I thought. Um, but I think you just wanted to, you know, explain to people some of the life lessons you've thought about and learned from this back injury. And maybe the what has related to the injury right before it. Yeah. Same. There's clues. There's a path. There's yeah. a reason. You know. And I I even think clues too like to the root cause. A, a a good lesson behind all of it too is is the lesson of finding the lesson. You know, like when I hurt my back first, True. I was so pissed, and I I went home and I was like two things. Like I get home, I'm I'm in my truck, and I'm like number one, I'm not gonna walk in pissed off. Because the second I walk in the door, Blakely goes, dad, let's play. And she wants to show me like her toys that I've already seen a bunch of times, but she's like taking me around and stuff. And if I come in in a pissed off mood, she feels that energy, Mm -hmm. you know, and then she feels like she did something wrong. So I'm like immediately like, I'm all right. How do do I like get out of this mind frame? Cause I'm pissed right now. Like my back hurts. I did this to myself. I knew better. I should know better. I've been doing this for a long time. Positive focus. Hold out my phone. What happened? Hurt my back squatting again. Why is this positive? It's not. It's not. (laughs) But I got to find a positive. Yeah. Right? And that's the hardest part about positive focus. So I'm like, all right, what's the positive? Well, the positive is this could reignite a a mission to move better, to to find mobility. You know, when I had surgery on my knee, I I promised myself that I would get better with mobility so I could sit my ass to my heels. Yep, yep. And Same I did that for a while, but then I kind of slowed down and stopped, you know? So sometimes you need to fall in order to get back up. Sometimes yeah. you, like, even when I got jumped, like, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. That changed my life for yeah. the better. It was a horrible situation, yeah. but it changed my life. So the positive was that this, this the lesson that it's going to teach me, essentially, in, in the, the light bulb moment. Um, I think it, it, it could and did, because we're talking about the previous one, help you find that lesson to the root cause. Exactly. Absolutely. And the lesson behind the situation, so what happened? Why is it positive? What's the lesson learned is the third question. The lesson learned, I mean, there's a bunch of lessons, obviously. But I think the one that initially came to me is that the, the whole failure leaves clues things. Yeah. Like what repetitive patterns am I falling into that are causing me pain in my life? Don't try and be the strongest person ever. No. That, that's a very good lesson. And after you discover the lesson, it's how does this lesson apply to the four areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're familiar with core four from wake up warrior movement, like body being balanced business, but essentially it's physical health, fitness, all that stuff, mindset, spirituality, yourself, relationships, excuse me, career, business. And, th- and then I'm taking this lesson. I'm going, okay, well, my fitness, what's the root cause of this pain? 
in my mindset, in my spirituality, what's the root cause of lack of confidence, insecurity, imposter syndrome, whatever emotion I'm going through, depression, anxiety, anything, right? What's the root cause behind that and how do I change it? Mm. Uh, what's, the, what's the pain and the root cause uh, for my relationships? Like where aren't my relationships where they should be? You know, why aren't they there? How do I fix that? My business, same thing. What parts stress me out? What systems aren't working well? What parts aren't functioning as highly as they should? How do I fix that? So the, one of the biggest lessons of this whole thing is, is every time a shitty thing happens to you, every time a horrible situation occurs, what is it? Why is it positive? What's the lesson you learn? How do you directly apply that lesson into your life? And this is why yeah, I love that post Jordan Syed did. I shared it today as we're recording this. And it said, it's not about motivation, then action and results. It's about action, results, motivation. And this whole thing is like, if you're watching motivational videos all the time, it's not going to do anything unless you take action. Mm -hmm. But if you start with taking action and getting uncomfortable, you will see results and those results will motivate you to take more action. And then it's the cycle right? So start with doing something. Exactly. So if we write positive focus and we're like, okay, here's the situation, here's the lesson learned. And then we just leave it and we're not applying it. It's useless. It's just wasting paper. So when you journal it, figure out the lesson and then immediately apply it to real situations in your life. Take the time because that's the only way this is going to translate into your day-to-day -day life. Mic drop. That was awesome, man. I think that was good. <laughs> yep. Come back to the Monday Motivation I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, if you have anything you want to tell me, suggest to me, ask us to do on topics, questions, or anything, there's a form in the description of this podcast. As always, you can click that. You can tell us whatever you want to tell us so we can record this on the podcast. Um, and last quick little shout out. Uh, as always, this is also sponsored by our own company. So if you need training, you need guidance, you need a community of badass individuals who are also trying to change their physique, their strength, their performance, and do it the right way, not like I just did, uh, head over to uh, tailoredcoachingmethod.com slash tailored-trainer or click the link in the description. I'd love to see you on the inside. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, Head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the nutrition hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time. <laughs>